0: All right, welcome back to Paying for Attention. And today we're going to be talking about how to avoid wasting your money in PPC. And today we've got with us Keegan Brown as well as Andrew Hollington. And so let's go and get started. Guys, it sounds like there's a lot of experience in this room between the two of you guys of dealing with some common mistakes about clients wasting money with doing bad things in PPC, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what is that? What are some of these common mistakes that you guys have seen that you can share?
1: Yeah. So the... Uh, because we do so many audits uh, for so many different advertisers when we're looking at working with, a, with a, uh, an organization, um, one, we see a lot of things. Two, um, we spend a lot of time trying to be as efficient as possible in looking for opportunities. And so the first thing I always look for and the things that I find all too often is um, it, it, that's very, very quick is going in and looking at their location targeting. And this is huge for so many different types of businesses for local uh, and like multi location businesses for higher education, really anybody um, that's targeting a specific location and who doesn't want, you know, uh, people from a different country or or outside their their targeted geo uh, to be searching and, and clicking their ads. And so the, the piece that I always go and look for is look at targeted locations versus matched locations. Um, So you should go in and go check that because all too often I find uh, uh, in the matched locations, states or countries that have been spending money outside your targeted geos and is typically either one uh, not performing well uh, because those people are realizing, hey, this service is in a whole different country or state. I'm not going to, you know, fill out this form or give a phone call. Uh, the other example, and I see this all the time with higher education, is uh, if you're targeting, you know, the United States and you're not, you don't have your settings set up correctly. Um, students or prospective students from other countries are searching, filling out the forms. Mm-hmm. Um, India, Pakistan, Brazil. Uh, if you're not trying to target those countries, it, you're wasting money on those. First of all, yeah. and the other problem that happens with that is that they're typically pretty cost effective because they convert at a high rate. They're usually uh, very low cost per click because uh, of the uh, the lower competitiveness in those countries. And so you start optimizing. And if especially if you're using bidding uh, automated bidding strategies, you start optimizing for those out of country uh, conversions and out of country clicks. And all of a sudden you start to see your your spend in those countries increase quarter after quarter until you end up finding it. We see this all the time and it's unfortunate, but I would say eight out of 10 audits that we do, we see roughly 10 to 20% of their budget being spent outside their targeted geos.
2: Yeah, 100%. And one of the, I think the main reason for that is that Google defaults the setting to and their and their recommended setting is to do so because their goal, as we all know, is to spend your money. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, sorry about it, but it is the truth. And so really, it's it's the default setting. So if you don't intentionally go in there and reset the setting, you're going to you're probably going to see this. And that's why we see it's That's why it's so common. And so I'll, I'll give you the little insider info. And, and it's another issue with it is that Google has gone through so many iterations of this setting. They've renamed it two, three times in, in the last five, six years that we've been doing this. And what it is now is you just want to go into your location, the advanced settings, And you'll want to make sure that it's not the recommended one. The recommended one is going to say people in, regularly in, or interested in your targeted locations. That interested in is the key part. That's saying, you know, maybe a prospective student in India is interested in school in the United States and they are searching that, Google is going to determine that intent with their AI and, and target them. What the setting that you want is people in or regularly in your targeted locations. And and it's not the default, you gotta check it. Same thing with exclusions. If you wanna exclude it, make sure, uh, we, we, we have a better safe than sorry policy. Uh, I think we 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 teach analysts from the start. Just if if they only if the client only wants to target the United States, that's their key. Uh, that's the key. Uh, demographic. That's where the leads they want the leads from. Then just go ahead and exclude Canada, exclude Mexico. Just make sure that it's it's there with an exclusion from the start.
0: Yeah. What about like uh, wasted ad spend on certain types of searches? Like I don't know pay or like pay your bill or free customer service. What about things like that?
1: Yeah, so uh, it, it really depends on the industry, but because uh, it, there there it is very industry specific, if you are a software company, uh, login is huge. We've, we've audited some large software companies that have wasted a ton of their budget on current customers looking for their brand name, login or cancel. Uh, There's also things like customer service. When you look at e-commerce customer service, big one shipping free. Uh, uh, Also things like um, phone number. Uh, If you're an e-commerce store uh, and people are searching for your phone number, I would say 70, 80 percent of the time they're not looking to buy anything Uh, depending. it, It might be different for you, but probably not. Uh, and and so you really have to think about industry specific and and look for those. But free uh, jobs, jobs is a huge one. Yeah. Careers, yeah. Um, especially if you're a big company, uh, likely wasting a lot of money on those those types of searches.
2: The other ones I'll add in that you should just look at perform look at performance on it, it may not always be the case, but typically when Questions are being asked how to how do I do this where to find what what is what is your service insert your service here right like what that's not a very high intent keyword They're they're doing research you may not want to spend money and send them to a, a bottom of funnel landing page if they're searching what is your service you know so check performance on how to what is uh, And 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 there's there's a cool trick that we use called an ingram report that kind of funnels all of those how to what, and you can, you can look at, all right, when how is searched, how, how does that perform all totaled up into one column? And it, and it really lets you see like, wow, you can see some crazy trends there. Uh, you know, you might see 3X, 5X cost per lead, your cost, your cost per lead go there.
0: What about things like, um, making you know not making adjustments based on like target audience can we talk a little bit about target audience
1: yeah yeah so i'll i'll, I'll do the get the first couple uh so you know we work with uh, a a handful of uh eye care physicians and and things like that and one of the big ones is cataract surgery uh you're likely not going to get cataracts until you're at least 50 years old um, they won't do cataract surgery on you right so Uh, you should probably not be showing ads to 18 to 24 year olds and uh, you know 25 to 34 year olds and a lot of times people are searching that uh, and as you'll see and kind of going back to the other thing uh, the other uh, uh, wasted ad spend is the search queries which is cataracts for dogs right Mm -hmm. that's a pretty common uh, search that we've seen and we have to negate out immediately when we launch a cataract surgery campaign so um, you know age is a big one there uh, that that really is is big and then things like uh, if your core demographic is uh you know b2b um you know making sure you're turning off uh during certain times of the day or during the weekends to because uh, hopefully most people are not working on the weekends uh, searching for your, your products and services Andrew
2: again it's a it's a i would say it's a default setting issue right if you if you just launch a campaign how google wants you to launch it they're they're going to launch 1865 plus you know they're they're you have to intentionally go in and have those settings based on your uh your customer demographics uh, another big one is, is gender and and it might not matter for most uh, a lot of companies but some companies it does take a look at your analytics uh, if you haven't launched the campaign yet, go into analytics. See what see what your traffic looks like right now. Are do you have more seventy five percent female customers, and that needs to be your focus, mm-hmm. and and judge performance based on that. Start intelligently is is what we recommend. You know, start with your core audience and work your way out. You can never go wrong starting small.
0: Very good points. What about uh, let's get down to mobile and desktop Um, let's talk about a little bit about that we talked about the gender we talked about ages of your target audience and demographics let's talk about uh, getting down to like mobile devices
1: yeah so the the big thing here and and it's something that i do again almost immediately because it takes almost no time to check if you look at your segments you segment by device at the campaign level you can quickly see uh down the line how each campaign is performing by device and it quickly segments it. And you can change the date range to whatever you need to. I would make sure you have at least uh, a few weeks of data in there, uh, depending on how much you're spending. Uh, but the, the key thing here is, is that um, searchers have different intent and different behavior based on where they're searching from, be it a, a desktop, uh, a, a phone or a mobile device or a tablet. Right. And so it they they behave differently meaning they convert differently the cost per click is different and that means your performance is going to be different and if you're not adjusting for that you can be in some serious trouble especially e-commerce where we all know if you're looking at a product that uh on your phone and you're like okay i want to buy this that user experience is not great on your phone trying to check out type in your credit card number doing all your billing address and all that It's not very fun to do on your phone. So people bounce, people leave, and maybe they come back through a a desktop later on. Um, So what happens is, is as mobile traffic continues to grow for almost every single industry, your budget is being wasted or somewhat wasted on mobile devices and mobile searchers who really don't have a whole lot of intent to actually purchase after they click your ad. Uh, And so if you're, you know, first thing to do is check, make sure if you do see something that is way off, you can go in and actually make adjustments to those devices, bring down the cost per click for that device and increase the cost effectiveness overall for that campaign.
2: That's the biggest thing is that it is now a mobile first world. It's I think I think it seems like it was recent, but it's probably two years ago at this point that Google came out and announced that for the first time ever, more searches were done in that year on mobile devices than desktop computers or laptops, right? So it, it's, it's, it's more imperative than ever, especially, like you can said, for e-commerce, especially for B2B when you know they're going to have higher intent when they're sitting at their desk ready to make a decision. Um, so it, it's, it's really, really imperative now in a mobile-first world.
1: And Andrew, so-, so are you saying that we should never bid on mobile traffic? No, not
2: at all. Not <laughs> at all. That's that's a, that's a good point. I'm not saying completely take away mobile traffic. Look at performance. Judge what you need to do with the bid based on how it's performing. If it's 30% higher than your cost per lead goal, bid down 30%. It's as simple as that.
0: Very good point. And I mean, how many times have we seen that, you know, even when it comes down to looking at mobile versus desktop of audiences with landing pages even you know mm-hmm. with ad campaigns that when they're getting a landing pages just an overabundance of mobile but our clients don't have mobile ready landing pages so we make it mobile ready we adjust their goals and conversions that we have a call button on there and then next thing you know conversions go through the roof cuz we're we're adjusting it to meet the mobile needs it's a, it's super quick and easy thing to do too as you mentioned it's just like go in real quick and look to see
1: yeah I, actually, I love that you brought that up, Dan, because it's something that a lot of PPC managers and, and I myself consistently forget that you can change the mobile experience. Uh, and and so if you only if, if you know that your your website is never going to change, you, you have no control over it, you've been complaining about it for years, then, yeah, you know, you're going to have to go make some mobile bid adjustments, something like that. But if you do have a good marketing team and you do have some say into the website, Bring that up to your team and say, hey, if we can increase conversion rate by 5, 10, 20% on mobile, we could really uh, significantly improve the lead volume or or, uh, uh, sales volume uh, for our campaigns because right now the user experience is, is not good. And so uh, you bring a whole different element and yeah, that's a whole nother way that you don't have to make those bit adjustments, uh, at least not uh, permanently, um, because if you improve the conversion rate, you can definitely change uh, the performance of your devices.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Okay, so what about talking about stretching things a little bit too thin, you know, by having too many broad keywords and things like that? What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I mean we could keep going down the rabbit hole of every single <laughs> s- segment and setting and thing like things like that and and maybe maybe on another podcast but but we did want to bring this one up is is it, it's it, we see it a key, uh, as a key issue even within our our own team. Sometimes we do it ourselves and and we'll admit that and we'll and we'll adjust from there. You 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 have to make sure that you're not starting too broad. And and what does that mean? Think about your keywords think about think about your think about your budget first and foremost and then make sure that your keyword targeting is is not too broad for that budget so pop pop some keywords into the into the keyword planner see what it, see what Google says your your spend could be in a in a given month and and a, and adjust from there but we we see it all t- all too many times as you're trying to conquer the world for lack of a better phrase on on day one with with every keyword under the sun on every device on every uh, every day of the week you know so you you can distill this down to each level that we just talked about and and you really want to make sure you're starting intelligently like we keep hitting on and making sure that you're you're hitting the right people at the right times
0: what makes a client go like too broad to go to to start off what makes them say like i've just got too many keywords and i'll just go way broad with it
1: yeah so i think what uh you know i think it become it it comes from uh, years and years of people kind of pushing this thing with seo where you need to be optimizing for all these different keywords and doing this crazy keyword research that you know i we we have a you know a thousand different keywords to have and i think even as andrew said our team and myself even uh, over the years, the, the first idea was, well, if I throw, uh, you know, a hundred different keywords into a campaign, uh, it doesn't hurt because as soon as I see that it doesn't perform, I can, I can turn it off or whatever. The part is, is if you don't know how they're going to perform and you launch all of them at once uh, and you have a limited budget, what happens is that one, two, maybe five, six keywords will start spending all of your budget. And all of those other keywords don't even get a chance because those keywords were too broad because you were trying to to cast this wide net. And it's really not worth it. If you just find and it's, it's actually relatively simple. If you think about your business and what are the five core keywords you would think about your business, what do you sell? What's your service? And that might be a really good starting place. To get started with a campaign if you have a really limited budget if you have 10 20 30 40 k you can start to expand that to 20 30 40 keywords but it's it's uh it's i think that really the big problem is always trying to cast a wide net trying to think of everything from this crazy good keyword research strategy session and really it's it's not that complicated you just need to start small start simple smart intelligent and you won't stretch yourself too thin and you can always add a keyword tomorrow or next week Uh, if you'd like to but starting small will really help minimize the risk of wasting budget in the very beginning
0: yeah very cool okay so what about some things to avoid or as a takeaway for the audience to grasp onto
1: yeah so i think the first thing and not to uh, contradict myself with this you know big strategy session and all that but uh on the you know don't do that for the keywords so much but Think about your your customer persona and who they are when they're searching, uh, you know, their demographics, where they're at, all that information and set your campaigns up right from the very beginning. Make sure your location settings are in line. Look at Google Analytics and what gender and ages and uh, geos they're coming from. Uh, How is your conversion rate between desktop and mobile? Start there and start and and plan that out and set things up correctly from the very beginning.
2: Yeah, really good point. And I think the second key takeaway is is really really general, but it never hurts to have a second set of eyes in, on your account. You can sometimes even us included you can get blinded to an account and lose track of the of the higher the the bigger picture items. Right? What is the end goal here? So our recommendation there is just get your account audited. Is it is it another is it a, another marketing director that knows PPC that can look at it is it another agency that can come in and, and and give a free audit it's it doesn't have to be you know super salesy our recommendation is just audit your account regularly
1: very very good sometimes that's just asking the right questions yeah, yeah. right
0: yeah Well, guys, thank you so much for all the wisdom that you guys have shared today. It's been awesome, as always, and we thank everybody for tuning in to Paying for Attention. And we see you next time.